Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I am live from Pelham's Wasteland. Today, I am going to be doing a review of the Mecha Hack by Absolute Tabletop, because I've played it, um, and I like it, and I think it's worth talking about. So, stay tuned if you want to hear that. So what is the Mecha Hack? The Mecha Hack is a game based on David Black's The Black Hack, designed for playing as Giant Mecha. Um, the game works on a very straightforward roll under a stat system. Sometimes you roll with advantage, sometimes you roll with disadvantage. Those work just basically just like they do in every other system where roll with advantage, you choose the best of the two rolls, roll with disadvantage, you choose the worst of the two rolls. And you have these four stats that you roll against. You have your power, which is basically hitting things and also shooting things. Your mobility, which is dodging and running away from things. You have systems, which is things like your sensors. And you have presence, which is a sort of fill-in for kind of, kind of charisma in a lot of ways. Um, it works very similarly to the way charisma works in other things. And that's your four stats. And then what you have are modules, which are sort of like feats. They're basically special abilities that you can use. And you get them every couple of levels. And you have, finally, your reactor, which, based on what you choose to do in any turn, you can sometimes roll what's called your reactor die, the idea with the reactor die is you roll the die. If you get a one or a two, it downgrades. If you're on a D4 and it downgrades, then your mecha is overheating, your reactor is out of whack, and you lose your turn and bad stuff happens to you. Aside from that, it's pretty straightforward. There's um, very simple rules for heavy weapons. Um, basically, a light weapon is a one-handed melee or ranged weapon. There are a set of ranges. There's close, near, far, and I think distant is the fourth one. Very straightforward. You can't use a melee weapon at anything but close. If you use a ranged weapon at close, you do it with disadvantage. And you have disadvantage if you're shooting at something that's distant. Um, you can move one distance, so from near to close, basically, as one of your actions every turn, you have two actions. You can move, you can attack, you can use a module. Oftentimes, the thing with the modules is when you use them, you have to roll your reactor die. So based on the size of your reactor die, you have a chance of getting closer to overheating. You also roll your reactor die when you do the same thing twice. So, for instance, if you want to attack twice, you will attack twice and then roll your reactor die for that second attack, which is basically, um, it's an interesting way to have that balancing mechanic for attacking multiple times or moving multiple times or things like that. Um, and I like it. It's neat. Finally, you have health and armor. Armor is very simple. Armor is basically temporary health that you get back after a short rest automatically. Your health is the actual health of your mecha. Um, so yeah, it's a very straightforward system. And then it comes with a big um, 
essentially a bestiary, although it's not all beasts. A whole bunch of enemies that you can face that have special powers. It has all of these different modules that you can use and ideas for creating your own modules. It has a really fun mecha call sign generator, um, just a roll table, and some other cool stuff. So that's kind of an overview of what is available in the mecha hack. Next, I'm going to talk about what I like and what I don't. So what do I like about the mecha hack? Well, First off, it's very straightforward. I used it to run a one-shot, and it was super easy to teach all of the players. We played over Roll20. We didn't have a custom uh, character sheet or anything, so everybody just had paper with their stuff written down, and it was super easy to play. Um, we ended up having four players at the most, and it was just fine. With that, it moves quickly. It's also pretty much all player-facing roles. That's one of the things with the Black Hack in games based on it is this idea that you roll to hit and then you also roll to avoid getting hit as the player. Basically, the only time the GM rolls in combat is to determine damage that um, a player takes. And you could even have the players roll their, roll their own damage if you were feeling malicious, I suppose. But... Um, I mentioned on Twitter that one of the things that I think about that is that unfortunately you kind of lose something in the uh, playing online element with that, that it would be more fun. The player facing roles would be more fun if we were playing in person with real dice um, because the, the act of rolling a die is different than the act of pressing a button on a computer. And in particular, the distinction between player-facing roles and everybody roles is um, more obvious. It's, it's a more distinct difference when you are in person and there's actually that sound of rolling the dice and you have to pick them up and roll it and look at the number and see what it is. Anyway, what else do I like about it? I like that um, a lot of the systems, like I said, the, the core system is really simple and everything works off the core system. That's one of the big things that I like in a lot of the games that I like is when um, even if there is a lot of kind of added stuff to a core system, I really like in a game where the core system defines almost everything that you do. So like in Conan 2D20, it's you roll 2D20 against your attribute and your skill. In the mecha hack, you roll a D20 against your stat. And you do that for almost everything. Really, the only other things that you roll for that are different are rolling for weapon damage and rolling for your reactor die. And that's relatively minor. So I, I like that consistency. Um, what else do I like? I like the way that armor works. Um, it's a good way, I think, to, um, to, to add armor into the game, not just get rid of it completely, but also um, use the mobility trait, the mobility attribute, the mobility stat, I've said it three different ways now, is still really important. It's how you generally avoid taking damage. So you can have a sort of high armor, low mobility mech, or you can have a high mobility, low armor mech. Um, as you get up in levels, I think that's one of the places where the system starts to 
break down a bit because your max armor, you probably have the most armor that you're ever going to have at level one. And it means that at level one, as a percentage of your temporary hit points, that armor is a big deal. By the time you get to level, you know, six or seven, that armor is not going to be a very large percentage of your hit points. And it's probably just going to be, oh, yeah, I take that armor damage as the first hit. And then from then on, I'm working on hit point damage. And so it's not as significant a factor. Um, but that's okay. Other things I like. The leveling up system. For those of you who don't know, in games based on the Black Hack, the way when you level up, you roll for new hit points. And you roll against all of your stats. Normally, you're trying to roll under your stat. When you level up, you roll and you're trying to get higher than your stat. And if you do get higher than your stat, your stat increases by one. So it means that um, basically if you have a high stat, it doesn't increase very often. If you have a low stat, it'll increase a lot more often. It means that if you rolled poorly on your character stats to start with, you are not stuck with those poor stats. And I like that. It's very... Um, feels like a natural progression to me that um, if you start off really good at something, you're pretty close to the ceiling of how good you can be. If you start off really bad at something, you'll get good at that relatively quickly. So I like that. And it's also really quick. It's a, it's a really quick process. Um, when I played the one shot, I had them level up not once, but twice, once in the middle of the session and once at the end of the session and both times, Super quick, um, super fun, very easy. Which gets us into um, the problems that I foresee. And the big problem that I foresee with this system is that there um, are not as many mechanical things going on as there are in a lot of more popular systems. You just don't have that many options, right? You have one module, which is your special ability, and you have your, say, your gun and your sword. What you can do in combat is use your module, shoot, or slash with your sword, and that's kind of it. Um, which is not to say that there isn't plenty of room for all sorts of creative things, and I think having the game work would long-term would depend on having a GM that's willing to reward creative behavior with advantage-disadvantage mechanics um, to say, like, yeah, that's a really cool description. You get advantage on this attack. That would make it feel a lot more um, variable in the action, a lot more um, interesting than just, well, I swing, and then I swing again, and then the next turn I'm going to swing, and I already know all of that. Um, in the same way, you just don't have that much you can look forward to at every level up. And I think that's one of the things that a number of crunchier systems have decided is is really helpful for getting player buy-in. You know, you compare it to Pathfinder or even something like 5th Edition with feats. Um, it's pretty close, relatively close to 5th Edition, although because you don't your class is much simpler so you don't unlock new things with your class and you're not ever you know unlocking new spells or anything like that but the modules do work kind of the same way that feats work in fifth edition so um 
in the sense that you get them once every, you know, three or four levels, um, and they add a new special something that you can do generally. So, but I'm, I'm comparing it specifically in my mind to something like Pathfinder, where you have so many choices with every level up and you can do so much tinkering with the character and build them mechanically just the way that you want. Players that really like that are not going to like these simpler games, and they're probably not going to be very invested long-term in the mecha hack. Um, at the same time, I think the the trade-off of that is because it's so simple, it's perfect for one-shots. It's really great for one-shots and short campaigns. It's so easy to teach, and it works so simply, and it's um, a fun break from the kind of standard fantasy standard D&D style campaign stuff. I think it's just perfect for one or two or three sessions in between campaigns or as a break from a campaign or however you want to do it. Basically, you're not going to run a year-long campaign in the Mecca hack without some house ruling, I don't think. It seems very unlikely that it's going to work for that, but it's going to work really well for, hey, let's, you know, this evening, let's play uh, a short, you know, put on the Pacific Rim soundtrack and play a bit of the Mecha hack, and it'll be fun, and it'll be quick, and that'll be that. And I think that's really cool. It's it's really fun. Um, very cool game. The art is gorgeous. It's by um, a guy named Runehammer who has a YouTube channel and actually has his own RPG that I'll probably talk about at some point. But um, yeah, on the whole, I like the Mecha Hack a lot. It's, I mean, it's cheap. So buy the PDF and give it a look. And, you know, if you only run it one or two times, it's a lot of fun even still. So that's that. So I hope that that was useful. I hope that if you didn't know about the Mecha Hack before, you do know about it now and you are intrigued by the possibility that it might be the game for you. Or if you are thinking about getting the game and haven't decided, um, seems unlikely that you would wait too long to decide because like I said, it's it's pretty cheap on RPG. It's easy enough to just get the PDF. Um, and check it out. But if you wanted somebody else's opinion, then hopefully you got it here. Hopefully you have more information about it. Um, I have been Arlen Walker and I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland. I will see you next time.